Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we're getting into season three with a story called Koozie George and the Spooky Stories. This is the first part in a series of five spooky stories. I'm not even sure if I can handle all of this spookiness. Do you like it when it gets a little bit spooky? Yes. Do you like dressing up in costumes? Yes. Well, hey, remember to subscribe to the podcast and write a review on your favorite podcast app. It really helps make a difference in letting more people know about the awesome stories here. Now, let's get ready for some spooky stories. <coughs> okay, I'll stop. Koozie George and the Spooky Stories. Once upon a time, Rabbit Sebastian was at the grocery store buying milk and some other things, but milk was the main thing. Rabbit Sebastian was on his way to the checkout when he spotted a giant display of pumpkins. Pumpkins, he said out loud to himself. Well, of course, said Sally Bright. It's October already and Halloween is coming up. Wow, I didn't realize it was so late in the year, replied Rabbit. Just then, Koozie George walked up. Hey, Rabbit. Hey, Sally, said Koozie. Hey there, Koozie, said Sally. Yo, Koozie. Did you know it's October already? exclaimed Rabbit Sebastian. Koozie George didn't say anything. He just lifted up one eyebrow and nodded his head down to his basket. Almost as if his face was saying, I already know it's October. Just check out my basket. Rabbit and Sally both looked down at Koozie's basket. It was filled with tons and tons of pumpkins. Big pumpkins, small pumpkins, medium-sized pumpkins and even little tiny pumpkins. Whoa, that's a lot of pumpkins you got there, Koozie, exclaimed Sally Bright. Sally was doing some of her own shopping. She was even buying her own pumpkin, but only one. Why did Koozie George have so many? Oh, wait a minute. Rabbit Sebastian was just about to ask the same question. Why do you have so many? Asked Rabbit. I haven't told anybody yet, but I'm going to have a spooky party at my house this Saturday said Koozie George excitedly. Oh, nice, a spooky party, exclaimed Sally. Uh, what's a spooky party? That's when we all get together and do a bunch of spooky stuff. We'll decorate with some spooky decorations. We'll gather around a spooky campfire. We'll eat spooky snacks, tell spooky stories, and... Koozie looked down at his shopping basket stuffed with pumpkins. We'll carve spooky faces into spooky pumpkins. Wow, that's a whole lot of spookiness going on there, observed Rabbit. Yeah, that sounds super fun, said Sally. Oh, it's going to be crazy, said Koozie. I love it when it gets spooky this time of year. All the costumes and cobwebs and spooky spiders. Hey, do you guys know what I'm going to dress up as for Halloween? You're not going to be another fruit this year, are you? Asked Rabbit as he folded his arms and tilted his head a little to the side. Koozie George had a habit the last few years to dress up as a piece of fruit. He had already been a strawberry, a watermelon, and a banana. 
I guess it was just Koozie's way of appreciating his favorite fruits. Okay, get this, said Koozie excitedly. I'm not just going to be one fruit, I'm going to be a whole fruit basket. To be honest, there was a bit of silence after that. Koozie had the happiest face on as he looked at his friends. He was obviously very excited about his costume. Wow, Koozie, said Rabbit finally. You've done it again. Way to step it up a notch with all your fruitiness, said Sally. Yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome, but not as awesome as my spooky party this Saturday. You guys have to be sure to come. And with that, the three friends chatted for a bit, said bye, and then finished up their shopping. Finally, the day of the spooky party arrived. Everyone was so excited. Koozie was the most excited and made sure all his friends were having a good time. They ate food, told jokes, played games, and, best of all, they carved pumpkins. If you've ever carved a pumpkin before, you know it's a pretty messy job, but super fun. First, you cut a hole in the top, and then stick your hand inside and take out all the sticky, slimy stuff. Whoa, so fun. By the time they finished carving pumpkins, it was getting dark outside. Koozie hurried to start a fire in the fire pit and set up some places for everyone to sit down around the fire. This outside fire pit is a perfect place to have some spooky stories, said Breaker Dan. When it gets dark outside, it can also get a little spooky which is exactly what everyone wanted. Nobody was really scared yet, which was good. It's a little hard to get scared when you have a nice big fire and you're surrounded by your friends. But still, the air was chilly and the darkness all around was something exciting. Okay, everybody, said Koozie as he sat down. It's spooky story time. Who wants to go first? Oh, I've got a good one, said Chip the Bear. And everyone turned their attention to Chip as he told them the spookiest story he could think of. Once upon a time, in the deep, dark forest, there was a creepy house. The guy that lived there was named Moosey. Yeah, Moosey. Moosey was the spookiest guy you've ever seen. One day, he invited his friends over to have a party. They played some games and ate some food and even carved creepy faces into creepy pumpkins. Then, when it was super dark outside, they made a fire and they all sat down around it, telling spooky stories. Uh, Chip? asked Rabbit Sebastian. That's not a spooky story. That's just what we're doing right now. That's awesome, Chip! exclaimed Koozie. I was just starting to get creeped out by that guy Moosey. Wait a minute. Moosey? That's me. You just switched the K for an M. Ha <laughs> ha. You guys figured it out, said Chip laughing. Everyone else was laughing too. This was a fantastic start to the circle of spooky stories. After everyone quieted down, Koozie asked, does anybody else have a spooky story? All their eyes looked around the campfire. Finally, Hula Cat spoke up. Well, I've got one. It's spooky, but it's not just a story. It really happened. Ooh, they all said. Everyone snuggled down in their seats as they gave Hula Cats 
their undivided attention. It was a couple of years ago around this time of year, Hula Cats began. It was nighttime and there was a storm brewing. I was about to walk home from the double triple ice cream shop and it looked like it was going to rain any minute. It's a good thing I had my backpack ready rain gear. Backpack ready rain gear? asked Koozie George. Yeah, my backpack ready rain gear, repeated Hula Cats. I grabbed my raincoat, my rain boots, and my umbrella and headed out into the street. I must have only been walking about two minutes before it started to rain. Even though I had my rain gear, I didn't want to be out in the wet and cold for too long. I pulled my hood tighter around my head and I walked as fast as I could. I knew a shortcut on my way home. It was an alley that cuts across to Main Street. But as I was about to turn into the alley, I stopped short. All the lights in the alley were out. Oh my goodness, said Rabbit Sebastian suddenly. I know, I thought the same thing, said Hula. The alley was the quickest way home, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to walk all alone in the dark. What did you do? asked Chip the Bear. Well, I remembered that I had a flashlight in my backpack ready rain gear, so I pulled it out, turned it on, and slowly started walking into the deep dark alley. At the spooky story campfire, a gust of cold wind blew right through the circle of friends. The black trees around them cracked and groaned as they swayed back and forth. Everyone got a little shiver down their spine as they all leaned in closer to listen to the story. The rain was coming down hard. There were noises all around me. I didn't like it one bit. It was too dark and too wet. As I walked down the alley, I noticed a faint green glow behind one of the garbage cans up ahead. It was an odd color and seemed to be moving a little bit. I made sure I walked as far away from the creepy light as I could, but I couldn't keep my eyes off of it. Suddenly, just as I was passing the faint green glow, there was a crash behind me. I turned around so fast I dropped my umbrella and my flashlight. Everything got real dark. I looked around, but I couldn't see anything except for the little bit of light coming from my flashlight on the ground. But then, out of the corner of my eye, I saw something move in front of my flashlight. That was it for me. I started running as fast as I could. My heart was beating so fast, I thought it would pop right out of my chest. There was more crashing happening behind me. I couldn't think of anything else except getting out of there. I looked behind me, but it was too dark to see anything. In fact, it was so dark I tripped a couple of times and almost fell over. But I couldn't stop. I wouldn't stop for anything. The noises were getting closer behind me. And then, finally, I made it out of the alley. There were street lamps and lights again, and I turned into the main street. I was so happy to be out of the alley, I didn't see the puddle in front of me, and I slipped and fell on my back. I quickly sat myself up and turned around as quickly as I could to face the alley. And I will never forget what I saw. What was it? asked Cracker Jack. The whole circle of friends sat there motionless. Their eyes were wide and their mouths were hanging open. Chip the Bear had pulled his blanket up close to his face and Breaker Dan was chattering his teeth. This story was getting pretty spooky. It was a short, dark, 
shadowy figure with a faint green glow around it. I barely got a look at it before it slipped back into the alley and disappeared. Whoa, what happened next? Asked Chip the Bear in anticipation. Well, I'll tell you what happened next, said Hula. Breaker Dan came up behind me and scared me three quarters to death. Breaker Dan, they all said together, except for Breaker Dan, that is. Yeah, he was driving by the alley and saw the whole thing. And then he thought it would be a good idea to sneak up behind me and scare the jubie doobies right out of me. Hey, I said I was sorry, said Breaker Dan in his defense. I saw you running down the alley and then you tripped and fell. I was only trying to help. Help me have a heart attack, you did, replied Hula Cats sarcastically. Breaker Dan, did you see the dark figure in the alley? Asked Rabbit Sebastian. Well, I did see a faint green glow that seemed to be moving around, said Breaker Dan. But it was dark and the rain made it kind of difficult to see anything down the alley. But what I do know is that you were scared stiff, Hula. Yup, I never knew what was chasing me in the alley that night. I've been back there lots of times in the daytime and the nighttime, and I've never seen anything like it. Except for raccoons, said Chip the Bear. Everybody looked at Chip. What about raccoons? asked Breaker Dan. Well, the alley is close to the park where all the raccoons live. I always see those guys run into the alley and get into those trash cans, said Chip. Hula, you don't think it was a raccoon, do you? asked Rabbit Sebastian. Oh, no, said Hula Cats. I've seen raccoons in that alley, but this was something different for sure. Whoa, what do you think it was that Hula Cats saw down the alley? Whatever it was, it was pretty spooky. Everyone thought about the last time they were in that alley. Nobody could really say for sure what exactly happened that night, but it sure made for a truly spooky story. Thanks for telling the story, Hula, said Koozie George. Who wants to go next? They all looked around the circle. Rabbit Sebastian placed a few more logs on the fire. I guess I could go next, said Breaker Dan. They all snuggled back down into their seats and pulled their sweaters, blankets, and jackets a little tighter over their shoulders. To be continued. Wow, that was so much fun. I hope you didn't get too scared. Sometimes getting scared doesn't feel very good. And if you are a little bit scared, you can always talk to your parents or a friend about it. Talking about how you feel is a good idea, especially if you're feeling scared. Well, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share us on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure to join us next time as we continue with some more spooky stories. Goodbye.